0: hello and welcome to coast to coast fc the brand new canadian soccer podcast following things cpl canadian championship and more today felipe and i are delighted to say we're joined by valour centre forward anthony novak anthony how are you doing
1: today i'm good guys how are you
0: really good thanks really good um it's a friday afternoon as we record uh how was training for you today and what's what's the usual training session for uh the game uh the day before a game day
1: oh fortunately uh pretty calm i think uh i think we tend to we tend to stay out there a little bit longer than maybe the the coaches would like you know um getting some stuff on goal and whatnot but. Uh, no, most days uh, before a match, uh, everything's obviously you know taken down quite a bit. You know, set pieces, little possessions, a little bit of uh, you know small small distance like sprints and that just to you know get the activation going. But uh, more or less, uh, pretty relaxed today.
2: Nice, and uh, you know you're with a new team this this year. You joined with Valor in the off season after two mm. seasons with Cavalry. How did this move come about, and what excited you about this move? Yeah, no,
1: um, so obviously last year uh, didn't uh, didn't get many games, uh, that being none uh, with the knee injury <laughs> in that. Um, and that. Um, and my uh, my agent and uh, Phil are are quite good uh, quite good friends, I believe, uh, and I also have like a very like good working relationship. Um, I don't know if you guys will remember there was a boy uh, Ascanio. Who uh was, I believe, Colombian, who played for Valor last year before suffering an injury. Um he's also represented um by my agent as well. So they'd done that before in the past. And I think they just had like a brief chat during the year or something. Um uh, Philip so said something along the lines of, oh, like what's going on with Novak? Why is he not playing? And he hadn't seen um, I guess at the beginning of the year, uh, that uh, that I had been hurt. So uh, my agent explained it and they just agreed to kind of keep it keep in touch um because obviously my contract was coming to an end um just kind of keep in touch on my progress and stuff like that and um yeah no the uh the the team from winnipeg obviously like is a team that's gotten progressively better and better over the years you know and this is a, a team that uh really has at least the talent to be you know competing um at the at the top of the table, obviously you can you can see that now, um, and that's part of the reason uh, why I decided to come. You know, uh, a bit of a fresh start and uh, uh, joining uh, an exciting team, a team that um, I had every expectation would be um, pushing for not only a playoff spot but uh, bigger things than that. Because uh, just after a couple of brief conversations with Phil, um, our ambitions are are quite similar, and I think uh, having Being at um, two of, I I assume, what most would assume to be either the strongest or two of the strongest three teams in the league over the past uh, five seasons, um, I think it was a, a good match.
0: That's good, and you um, were just one of quite a number of new players to come in this off-season, mm-hmm. yeah. like, from most clubs. Is uh, kind of a similar story uh, outside of the. Yeah. Uh, what were your sort of first impressions about like getting involved back in with everyone and all these new players coming in? This big international players as well.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it was kind of it was kind of crazy at first because um, like towards the end of my own like new recovery, um, I didn't have much time to get like solid first team level training in, you know, um on a, you know, Monday to, you know, Saturday kind of schedule, yeah. like the the kind of grueling aspect, you know. Um I hadn't really had that in a while. So just coming in um and, and playing again day in and day out, having, you know, not really done that um with a with a whole knee, you know, um was obviously a little bit nerve-wracking, but also, you know, exciting to to be back at it. And obviously the you know, the turnover that you refer to, um, they obviously had key players um, depart. Looking at like guys like Sean Ray, and Moses, um, obviously Jonathan Searaw as well, um, Rocco Romeo. Big, you know, big people would think you know big players, right? Yeah. Um, but I think I think Valor, even you know before I came, had done well to you know kind of replace that. Looking at like guys like Abdul Samaki, guys like Jordan Haynes. You know, guys who have both won it, who have experienced it been there, knowing knowing how to handle, you know, um being like a winning team, right? Um, and then you obviously look at some of the internationals. You brought in like uh, Keon Williams, Pacific, um, Jaime CI like these are all guys that have played in like top places. Um, like Pacific came from, you know, the A League. Uh Jaime played in the Real Madrid Youth Academy growing up, like and Keon was in the Leicester Academy. So um as much as they're unknowns to maybe the league in general, um, I don't think there is any drop off with what Valor had li- this year or last year, excuse me. Um, if anything, I would say the, the, the standards gone up just with the, not necessarily the, the level of player. Um, Cause of course I don't want to be disrespectful to the guys that departed, but just the way the pieces fit, you know, um, I think uh, what Phil's trying to do Um all the guys that have come in might really fit a certain mold that he wants, you know?
2: And it seems that uh, for Phil, you fit that goal scoring uh, kind of mold because uh, you got uh, a goal and you got the win on your first start for the club. How important was that to start with a goal, start with a win for a striker like yourself to settle into a new team?
1: Uh, to be honest, it was kind of like scoring like the, my first professional goals, you know, um, mm-hmm. Uh, I I've told the story a couple of times, but I remember, um, when I was at forge, um, I was, you know, at the time behind Marcel Zajac behind Emery Walshman. Um, and the first couple of games like hadn't gone well. And, you know, the standards that like forge hold themselves to, right. You know, you could sense like just a little bit in the changing room after not getting, um, a win yet. I think we had lost to York or tied you and then lost to Halifax on the road. And I hadn't played yet. Um, and I had sustained like a small ankle injury in the week. And, um, my trainer came and said, Oh, like, can you do some minutes? You know, I said, yeah, yeah. 45. Sure. Whatever. Of course. Um, And I just came into the dressing room. My name was on the team sheet and I, I scored three minutes later. Um, <laughs> I remember my mom, I remember my mom telling me that she was, she, she was in the stands so she just like burst into tears because she knows how important like a first goal is for a forward. She's a soccer person herself. um, So, it was it was like very similar to that in the way that after the knee injury, like there was obviously like a possibility you know you don't get to kick a ball again you don't get to go be out there experience a an away day a, a match prep all of the little things that you know you grow to enjoy um, so that to happen you know on my like debut for Valor not only it being the first for the club but just on my first competitive game back since that injury um, like was very very like strange in that I was like close to tears and stuff you know obviously <laughs> you know I kept it under wraps but um but it was definitely uh was definitely welding a bit you know <laughs> <Fair>
0: um, <enough. laughs> totally, like, you get out there you're like that low strike of everyone around you helping out and like yeah you- loads of different style of players so you've, you've got these great opportunities from like the, the build-up yeah. to get on the end of it and how how is everyone sort of clicking and adapting to everyone's style how how quick was that yeah
1: it's good man yeah like like you said like there's nothing there's nothing fancy in all about about what i play or how i play or what i do you know it's just just like gritty um <laughs> but uh you know get yourself on the end of things and stuff as well Um, but yeah, no, I think like, especially when you look at like the way the front threes look so far, right. Like with Keon and Pacific as well, like Pacific is very direct and a bit more dominant, you know, towards his right side, you know, and he goes at and he looks to cross and get balls into the box and is very dangerous. And Keon is like that, like kind of traditional, like right footed left winger, you know, wants to come inside. And, um, so there's, you know, there's good balance there. Um, but to be fair, both of them are a bit underrated on their, on their other foot, you know, um, Pacific Scott got a a hell of a left foot and, uh, Keon, uh, is not too bad at crossing with his left either. So, um, I think that the the dynamic works well because, you know, I'm not the quickest and they're, they're both much faster. So I just get up there and get flick-ons and that, and they get to get the legs, uh, get the legs spread and get going, you know, so it's, uh, it, it works well.
2: And you say that there's then you, there's not a lot of fancy things that you do, but there's sort of an art to being that proper number nine of holding up play and losing your marker. How how is it that you approach a game when you see some like two big center backs and you know you have to get in between both of them? How do you approach that sort of mentally to get the idea that you know you can you can beat them in the air? You can go and yeah. get ahead of them and score that goal.
1: Yeah, for sure it. Like for first off, like on your point, like that as much as it's like you know not fancy, but there's definitely like an art to it in the sense that, um, obviously like they used to tell me like there was a coach I had at Forge who always used to tell me that I, need, I just need to get lost, you know, um, like, just just <laughs> get get lost. Don't don't worry so much about the ball. You know, you don't need to touch it because if you touch it and it goes in, nobody cares how many times you touched it over the course of the game. You know, as much as much as you, as much as you might want to, you know. <laughs> um, so it takes like a bit of discipline, right? Like to not want to drop really deep and be on the ball and keep like the team stretched or be constantly in behind or um, just like jostling for things. You know, um, it's like it's one of those things where it's just like um, you know that. In theory, if you make the right run or the the right movements, you know, as many times as you can in the game, um, hopefully, you know, one or two of those is uh, is gonna fall to you. So that's just kind of, kind of the way I approach it. You know, just um, as much as it's you know tempting to you know come deep, get on the ball, like um, just I just try to stay away from it until until I don't have to, and you know, try and uh, it's a weird management between like not being in the game, quote-unquote, but also being in the game at the same time, you know? Um, so it's just when you see, like, as an example, like, you got two big galutes at the back, like Mayer Jaguer and Didditch, like, <laughs> I'm going to have tomorrow. Um, you know, like, maybe on goal kicks, I'm going to go stand on Mayer Jaguar side because he's <laughs> a little bit smaller than Didich, you know? I don't want to yeah. get that <laughs> to the back of the head every time I go up for a So <laughs> <laughs> it's just about man it's honestly about managing it and keeping yourself involved while also losing yourself at the same time i think it's probably the best way to put it
2: <laughs> fair enough <Yeah. laughs>
1: or or like or a, or a big peter shala you know like
2: <laughs> yeah no jesus <laughs> like, you you what i not want to say, be but, between those two yeah i'd rather the ball
1: like i'd rather the ball and behind and you know think into my chest you know and build out so
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well have you found going back this coming back this season, it's getting like getting the starts um, again after injury, like um, fifth year of the CPL? Were you finding the defenses improving tactically about how they're dealing with strikers? I mean, they, they the first few weeks there was barely any goals and the games were really tight. Yeah, you, you're finding it a lot lot more. You're having to work a lot harder, maybe. <laughs> for, for,
1: a little bit. I think that also on that note, I think it's funny that like uh what is it is it Halifax and Calgary both are like 05 and 0 yeah like <laughs> yeah. And, and we've got one win you know but we're still in third um like it it's incredible like the the draws that are happening all over the place um but I think that uh not so much like defense is improving particularly but I just think the overall standard of the league is just getting better and obviously that includes you know center halves um so, for you know, like a a lowly a lowly league one alum like myself to to get on the end of things, you just got to be a bit more clever, you know. <laughs> uh got to think, you- gotta th- think more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah exactly no and and like you've been in the cpl since the the start and you, you know you mentioned there about the defense mm-hmm. is getting better but all across the pitch it seems like things are getting better how have you found the development and the competition of forwards in the league and the way that they have been uh playing since you started um in the league
1: well i think you. i think it's i think the evolution of like um just like attacking in the league like Across, especially across individuals. Um you can see the the standards gotten higher. Obviously like look at like a like a guy like Jaime S that I mentioned, like he came from Real Madrid, right? Like um you, you look at like um Balotaba, you know, who was yet, you know, Barça as a kid, right? Like there's the le, the level of players that are that that are coming here now. Um so you know it's just more more important than ever that you're, you know, you're you're on you're on the top of your own game. You know you you're on the on the top of your own focus mentality, etc. And like you gotta honestly be willing to you know be constantly learning because the, the the players are good. They're, they're unbelievable. But then you look at like the other players who maybe have come from League One or you know have come from the the PDL or the lower USLs. Like um, like a guy like Ali Musi as an example. You know he had a season at Valor before he went to Calvary. Um, And a first season there that was, you know, quite decent. Then you can see the way he's kicking on now and last season, like he's like elevated himself, right? So um, as much as that's, you know, down to the individual standard and things getting better, obviously, it's also down to, you know, certain individuals like pushing themselves to be better. That comes from the players that you have around you, right? So
0: yeah. Like, I mean, you mentioned obviously like players coming from abroad into the team as well, into the league as well. And uh, mm. players going going away. Just to like touch on that, like, your stint in Portugal. Um, what was it like for you personally, like getting that experience of the culture and the way the training is yeah. done and h- how the league's developed? And how does it yeah. compare with CPL? How is CPL keeping up with these? Mm. Sort of things? It, was,
1: it was a weird one for me, right? Because when I was there, it was still like um, the restrictions in COVID were still quite high. Um, so I think I missed out on quite a bit, you know, um, the one thing I can say, like that I missed while I was there though, is, you know, um, the concept of like just a decently large coffee. Um, you know, I've, everything's espresso, you know, I wanted to go to the, 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 the cafe to go read my book. I'd have to have like three espressos cause I'd be sipping them and would be gone, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. couldn't get like, a you know, like a, like a grande set works to sit there and make like, enjoy, you know, yeah. um, but no, it was good. Um, a little bit different from here in that um, the trainings are and um, not in terms of um, demand like during play, but um, in terms of like uh, length and um, like load, I guess, um, was much lighter. Okay. Um, but the the trainings like amongst the players like wasn't any less intense. actually I was quite surprised at their willingness to kick each other in training. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you. um, But I think, like, because at the time when I was there, like, the, the division's changed now. I think it's lower, but uh, it was the third division at the time. Um, and the way I felt about it was that I felt any of the players, just based on the individual, like, technical ability, like, across the team, could very easily come and do a job in the CPL. And obviously it was, you know, the players that were the upper echelon in the league that could have been, you know, um, like stars in the CPL right um, but um, I did feel at the same time though that most CPL teams would have would have been stronger just just based on like the physical aspect of the game right mm-hmm. um, the same way like um, if a, I, I feel as you know if a CPL side were to maybe go and play in some of the lower leagues in England right like um, they might get like bowled over just because pure okay. physicality of things right like you' getting mm. all strikers that are like the size of you know Ivan Tony and
0: yeah.
1: center halves that are even center halves are even bigger plus they play you know you know 60 games a season consistently every year so um that was kind of the the difference that I felt there um but overall like from a culture standpoint it was really good it's a place that I, I could definitely go back to mm. a lot of cuisine that I I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy I I definitely missed the Francisine I missed thepicaanya you know <laughs> no. like, like big big time so um even oh, the lake Tao as well like there's oh, they, they, they do they do meat they do meat really well in portugal so yeah. um i yeah. i was never i was never going hungry that's for sure
2: oh yeah no especially in and like bacalao seafood there is is really oh. good too
1: i uh um... yeah I did make it to to Porto, and that was where I had like my Francesinha, which was where I was told is you know that's the place to have it if you were going to do it, you know. Um, and uh, there was there wasn't anything there that like really ever disappointed, you know. It was always good. So
2: <laughs> yeah, no food there is fresh and oh, it's delicious. I love yeah, it when it, I went to Portugal too. Yeah, and it's Depending funny I, that you I mentioned that. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that about training, because I, um, I I was reading a book talking about the way that Jose Mourinho sort of revolutionized the way that Portuguese football did training, like universal mm-hmm. training. And basically, I, I read that just like you said, players go in hard. It, it's like game situations. So they put they don't hold back. They go fully into it. So it's interesting to see that yeah. even in the lower tiers, many years later after 2004, it's still yeah. going
1: at the time I, I had a, a really good a coach that I that I really liked um, in the in the team and uh he actually worked uh with uh Juan Pablo Sanchez here in Valor um, oh. last year at uh Salgeros. um and um some of the rumor mill um Juan, Juan Pablo was the the one player that if he could if he could bring back he would he would he would love to have so um you can and you can see like from the way he's come into the team as well, you know. Um, he's a young kid and he's you know not the largest guy out there, but quality, you know. So it kind of supports my earlier example, if you will.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And but going back to how you were in the um as a player in Valor, do you think that mm-hmm. because you've been in the league for so long since the very start, Valor sort of brought you in not only for your quality and your experience, but a bit of your leadership too is that something that you think that you are a a leader in the team uh
1: quietly if uh if i would say so um i feel like it's more of just a an example of like a winning mentality if that makes sense you know just since i've been in those experiences right um i think that's probably the the biggest reason um I'm not uh in the dressing room in terms of like you know rah rah motivation like you're not gonna get a lot of that out of me. Um, that de- you'll definitely get some chirps, but um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, uh, even when it's not. <laughs> 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 but um, but yeah, no, I think I think in general like that that's a that's a quality that I do have. You know, um, I feel like. There's, like, clubs where, you know, people make excuses for themselves and make excuses on results and, um, and you know, make excuses for um, little things in different situations and, you know, food or, like, anything that could be, like, kind of, like, a nuisance or an annoyance. Like, I feel like at certain places, like, these things, like, become bigger than they need to be. You know, especially when I was at Forge, like, these are things that just, like, nobody, like, nobody focused on, you know? Like, when we were preparing to go to the bubble and stuff, like, I remember um, the captains had been on, like, a Zoom call and stuff, like, with the league, and they were talking about stuff that they need or whatnot. And, like, we kind of just agreed, like, as a team, that there wasn't – we weren't going to ask for anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But just because we don't need anything. We're just, like, there to win, you know? I think that's probably, like – that would that would be, like, the – an example of, you know, um, how I feel and how I think, and, you know, wanting to win. Um, and I think, you know, my style of play kind of supports that, you know? Um, so I think that's why, why, why it's a good fit, you know? Um, I'm always going to run, I'm going to jump. I'm always going to, you know, fight, fight a bit. So, um, even when I'm not scoring. So I think that is the best form of leadership that I could provide, you know?
2: Nice. Yeah.
0: Thinking about that and like so, how like obviously there's other players around the team that will do it in a in a different way and like just want to ask like you had that defeat to TSS Rovers in the cut, quite a big mm-hmm. shot. Um, how did how did you guys like enforce like immediate changes and learn lessons from from that experience and get back
1: on track? Oh, we we didn't really. We just moved on. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like. I remember at halftime and then after the game, both times I thought, you know, oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna get a yell here, we're gonna get a, a scream here, you know, from the from the manager. Um, and neither time we did. The halftime was focused on fixing it, um, and then obviously it didn't pan out. But you know that happens in football. Um, mm-hmm. First off, it's not a it's not a result that you know I'm ashamed of. Um, it's obviously a game you expect to win and a game you want to win. Um, but you can't discount anybody. First off, and you know, second, you look at game, leagues like the FA Cup and whatnot. Um, you know, these things happen all the time. I'm I'm a United fan, so I've seen United crash out of the FA Cup a few too many times to lower table teams. So I I, I know the pain already. But um, <laughs> but no, even so, after the match, like the manager came in, you know, and and just said, I you can be upset, whatever, but we have another game yeah. and it's on Friday. We're playing on Friday. So, um, we don't have time to feel sorry for ourselves. We have to prepare for that game. Um, and it was one of those ones where, you know, sometimes you just play so bad. There's not a lot to take from it. <laughs> except yeah. that You were, that you were awful. Um, and that that was just how we approached it. And then I think we were unlucky not to get to win at Atletico Ottawa, like the, the Saturday or Friday after. So, um, it's just one of those games, you know, very unfortunate. And But, you know, you have to give credit where it's due and they had played a good match, so
2: yeah.
1: we didn't. That's what happens in football. You you don't play well and the other team does and they score and you don't. And that's how it goes.
2: <laughs> yeah. For sure, and you know, I mean, right. at least in one sense, I guess you could say you were a part of history a little bit, even if you were a bit on the losing side there. I've, um, I've been on the I've been on the right
1: side enough times to not let it hurt me too bad, but uh, yeah. not not a not a piece that I'm proud of. Like I said, not a shame, but not a piece I'm proud of either.
2: <laughs> fair, fair enough, yeah. And you know, since then, you you've had um. Three draws, one against your former team, Cavalry, and a defeat mm-hmm. to Forge just before um, this game. And what was it like for you to play up against your former sides in their stadium so early in the season?
1: Mm. Cavalry was a weird one because uh, I feel like I just moved from there. Yeah. And I, the the city also, like, became a home when I didn't really expect it to. Um, so that was, that was kind of an odd one, especially since the last time I'm, like, I couldn't. I can barely remember the last time I played there. You know, it was so long ago because I missed the whole year. I remember. I remember running lengths last year, <laughs> um, but not not a lot of playing. So um, that that was kind of odd. But it was nice because, like, I with both fan bases, I still have a good relationship. Um, so, um, like, before I left to come to Winnipeg, you know, I uh, went to the um, the fans auction. They uh, they gather at a bar not close from not far from my house from my old house um i guess when i say not far i mean about 400 meters but um <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> uh, so, so it's easy to pop over and stuff uh but yeah i left them some of my gear and whatnot and uh did some good in the auction and uh, and i always have a good relationship with the forge fans when i go um even when i visited last year um during my knee injury and whatnot um yeah, I, I always get to take lots of photos and, you know, yes. security still lets lets me in and uh, even when I'm in my street clothes and um, after the game, you know, I stop by one of the sections to, you know, take some pictures and, and, and say hi and stuff. So um, going to Forge was far more peaceful this time without Calgary attached to me. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the I think I got a better welcome this time because of that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, last time i got the hamilton reject shouts um <laughs> which, uh, oh, the, which, 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 which was which was a game i scored in you know for the second time against fords that year so yeah. um but uh but it's all it's always all good um going to calgary was weird though it was it was just odd because it seemed it was just so trash you know
2: yeah
1: mm. but like, yeah. when I went to Forge, like, we had started the first, like, in 2021, we had started the first, like, eight games in the bubble and then played a bunch at home. And I didn't play against them until, like, the September, which was, like, you know, over a year since I had left, you know. So, it, like, was really long. But Calgary was, like, it was – I was in Calgary, you know, up until February 15th. So, it's, uh, it was a bit of a weird one.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah just a matter of months. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. So, but it it was nice to go back though it was still nice of course um obviously getting to see like the guys that I'm you know close friends with is is always fun um me and uh Dan Klomp are um are part of the same friends group but He's one of my best friends so um if you look if you look hard enough in that match you'll find a uh, not the nicest of challenges on him Ah uh, um, yeah. <laughs> you Wait, you know, know what I'm about about
0: previous uh, previous episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: My uh my uh, my girlfriend's sister uh made a, a meme where she clipped it with the uh GTA wasted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so there's a there's a funny a couple of a few funny memes going around but um he, he just happened to be like, you know, the closest person to me at the time and I don't know if you guys have ever seen that clip where Roy Keane talks about if the game's not going well, you know, to smash someone to make himself yeah. feel better. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, exactly.
2: Just go and smash bit,
1: like, him. Yeah, smash <laughs> him and make myself feel better. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. But which is exactly what it was. But uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's always nice to be back. It's always nice to play on grass, of course. So um, and to see you know um, me and my like my my had me over at Christmas. You know, I was with him and his uh, and his girlfriend and his baby. You know. Uncle Tony stepped in on Christmas to bring, uh, uh, uh-huh. you know, a a, a nicely oven roasted pork. So, um, so it's always good to go back and you know be able to see friends and stuff. So, and it's the same with Forge last weekend. Um, I was supposed to go for dinner with uh, Anthony Johnson, um, but he's moved himself out of Hamilton all the way to Toronto. And that's a bit far of a journey from the Van in oh, Hamilton. Uh. So, um, yeah, but yeah, no, but it's all it's always good to go back and you know see those guys.
0: Yeah, we did see, I awesome. am uh, talking about that uh, when you went in the back of that club, we did see afterwards, we talked about it because we saw him laughing, <laughs> joking
1: straight yeah.
2: up. A... He
1: was he was so angry and then he got up and he saw that it was me and we just started
2: laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds <laughs> me of the Brandon Williams, Christian Erickson thing where... Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly.
2: Brandon Williams will start, wants to almost it, like choke it, out it, Christians, realizes he's yeah, a and then hugs it, him. <laughs> gives him a hug, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, you guys, like you say tomorrow, uh, you're host, yeah, hosting Pacific. Uh, they've got yeah. like one eye on the Whitecaps game um, coming up on Wednesday. So, ha- is that affected how you guys are going in? Any preparations for the
1: match? Like, wondering about. No, I think um, I always like even like with Calgary and Forge. Even I always try to get like as much insider information as I can. You know, try and try and use my my sources, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, very
2: clever. Very clever.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll always try. Um, but um, but even when I, you know, I pass the information along, I'm sure it's internalized by the coaching staff um that you know, I think they like to have whatever they can have. But at the end of the day, we always just prepare for the best version, you know, whatever their best lineup is possibly, you know that's what that's kind of what we expect and if we don't get that, you know, um I I wouldn't expect any of the drop off um from, you know, guys that aren't starting for them at the time um to be much different. So, um, I think it, it doesn't really change too much. And I just think you have to go in there and, you know, you're at home, you want to get three points and that's the way you got to approach it. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you talked about a little bit before about going up against offenders, you know, like mm. uh, Didich and Mayor uh, How are you planning to sort of try to get the upper hand against these two big boys and put them under pressure?
1: I was just thinking that on corner kicks, I might just you know duct tape myself to did it or something like that, so you can't jump <laughs> out I don't know, Men, men's good off corner kicks, you
2: know. Um, that new that gives a new meaning to man marking. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> they just, they just kind of wear his kit, you know. I don't know, that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I know. Um, you know, these are both guys I've played against before, right? So, um, fortunately, you know, it's, it's not nothing new. I've played against, uh, you know, Amherst since he was at Edmonton, right? And Major here has been obviously, he's had his like injury concerns and stuff, but he's been at Pacific since the, I believe, the bubble 2020. Um, so, for me, I don't think anything changes, right? Like, that's the kind of the nice thing about being center forward is just that, you know, if the ball falls to you, you know, and it's a tapping or or it's squared to you or whatever it doesn't matter, you know, in theory, if it's, you know, Casillas in goal or if it's, you know, Carducci in goal, you know, like yeah. your job is the same, right? It's not like I have to, you know, think about as a, as a left back, if I'm, you know, going up against Mo Salah on the weekend, you know, <laughs> what, what kind of challenges is he going to present me? My job is the same, you know, get yourself free and, you know, get on the end of things. So um I think the the, the prep is the same, Like obviously if I can have, if I can hear any, you know, tendencies or anything from staff about any of the players, like I'll always, you know, consider those things. But um, for the most part, my job, fortunately, stays pretty pretty straightforward. They uh, leave all the thinking to the to the, to the smarter guys. So.
0: <laughs> and what um, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned, obviously, at the beginning, like when you signed for Valor, like you, you, the thoughts, yeah. your thoughts for what you wanted out of the year and your reasons for the coming. Yeah lined up with the with the team and uh, mm-hmm. do you guys feel you're like on course for the goals that you've set at the beginning of the year obviously third place is fantastic maybe you would have wanted a few extra wins or but for sure how is this
1: uh, yeah of course i think so um and i think especially with the the way the league is structured right um do you want to win first yes is it attainable yeah it's possible for sure um that's a that's a birth straight into the Champions League, right? So um, obviously there's an added importance um, to to winning the league now than there was before, um, but also um, the importance is to is to stay with the teams that have set the bar. I think um, your Pacifics, your cavalries, your Forges, you know, um, you stay within that and you keep cracking on, and you find yourself in a in a good position at the end of the year to give yourself that platform for that final run in, right? Um, I think last year Valor gave themselves that and they, they couldn't get over the hump. Right. But uh, they just like, it just a little too late. Yeah. Um, so this year, the, the objective is to, to do the opposite of that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to get over the hump, if you will. And like, as you've seen, right, like that game with Forge was very close and both teams had chances. Um, and three, two is, a, uh, I think a fair scoreline. Um but it's a, it's a close game, and you look at a draw with Cavalry, and um, these are all these are all tight games, and especially in the playoff picture, like anything can happen on on any day, right? Um, I know, I, I know, I don't want to be fifth. I know, I don't want to be fourth. Yeah. You know, you want to give yourself a, a, a good chance. Um, so that's the that's the goal, and I think when it comes to where we are in terms of are we where we want to be. No, but I think we'll never be where we want to be in terms of, you know, the pursuit of, you know, perfection, if you will. Like, it, it's endless, right? Not to get all philosophical on you, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, but also, like, just taking into consideration, you know, two weeks ago, we had nine in, injured players, you know, um, all of which could have started the game. And, uh, you know, you look at a guy like Claudio, like, we, he was our signed center back out of emergency because we had no other center because we only had one other center back and then we lost another center back (laughs) in, in Guillaume Pianelli um so it was like where are we getting these these players from right um so so as much as we have higher expectations of ourselves I think we can be if not proud yet um at least content for the moment with how we've done so far with the anticipation of doing better, especially with players returning. Right. Um, It's a, it's a heavy load to carry for, you know, 12, 13, 14 guys. Um, So I think when it comes to people coming back in and people being ready to help again, like the, the normal goals that you have for yourself, um, not only do they become more attainable, but they also, how there's no excuses when they don't happen, right? There's nothing to hide behind if that makes sense. Um so I think it I think it's good in, in both ways. And I think that um tomorrow would be a, a, a great day to start, you know, going on a run if you will. That would be a that would be a great way to start it.
2: Yeah, fair enough. And uh I just got one more from me here. Yep. Uh, um you talk about um we talk about Forge, and it feels like after five years, it's everyone still is, just is amazed by how Forge can keep doing it. As someone who was there at the beginning and who has seen Forge just consistently stay on that level to be champions or, or at least make mm-hmm. the final, what do you think from, you know, as someone who's played with them and against them – what's mm-hmm. the secret behind Forge because it feels like every week we say oh this might be the week where they finally stumble or they're not playing that well but mm-hmm. they keep grinding out results
1: well first of all I think the key is to play for valor <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I had a peek um at the like the CPL like uh, the when they do the release on the website or whatever about the overall history of the of the, the matchup between the two teams and because i remember that first season i played i can't remember if we played them four or five times it might have been five even um but um we didn't lose or draw once that year i think it was like four nothing or five nothing. and now it's like seven six and one or something um so playing for valor is a, a good way to start it seems like i think <laughs> they beat them three times last year um but um but i think they have like a very clear like just methodology and how they do things, you know, um, and everything they do is geared towards the way that they want to do it, you know, Um, and obviously, like, Bobby is very important to that, Um, but then you look at, like, a guy like, you know, David Edgar, who, um, when he signed with us at the time, um, he was, like, instantly, like, a big big figure in the locker room and a good leader, and obviously, he's on the staff now, so they have they have like a defined way of doing things and a mentality that where they expect themselves to be in those positions. Right. And I think that's important. Um, obviously like when you haven't completed the goals that you want to complete before, it's hard to, you know, conceptualize the idea of we need to expect this of ourselves. Right. But in the first season, like at Forge, like I mentioned, like when the results didn't go the the right way in the first couple of games, everybody was on edge because we expected that of ourselves, you know, and it was surprising to us when we weren't in those positions. Um, and I think that's, that's a part of like, they've just set like a, a standard for themselves that they don't really deviate from. And even what it's weird, cause sometimes you'll see them and you look, Oh, they seem like quite beatable or they seem like they just always have another gear to kick it up, you know, not like not to overstate or anything. But just, like, very, like, similar in the way, like, you you look at, like, Man City in the Premier League this year, right? Like, a team that's, like, being really second all year, you know, a team that is arguably still, like, regardless of whether they're second, the best team, very similar to Ford, you know, regardless of their place in the in the table. Um, And you just think, oh, they're, they're just going to turn it on at some point, aren't they? And, like, you can see it, you know? Uh, I can't remember uh, what the date was when, like, the – the, those financial fair play like uh, breaches, like where apparently they haven't lost since then or something. So, they, they yeah, no, you're that, right. That they point. haven't
2: lost since yeah. since Tottenham. I think that one when they yeah. lost at Tottenham, yeah. that was right before.
1: Like they they get they just get to that point and you know they just start rolling. Yeah. And I think that that's what the best teams do. And I think they've got like a formula for how to go about doing that in a way that they've been doing for a long for a long time. With you know if if not some relatively like major turnover now in terms of like the players that are coming out, but they've come in and out slowly, you know, they've replaced pieces incrementally and added pieces incrementally. They've never gone and, you know, done, Oh, eight players out this year, new eight players in this year, you know, like um they've never had to go through a kind of a, a rebuild, if you will, or a place where they thought, Oh, we need to change things up here. So they've just kind of just continued on like an upward trajectory. I think, I think it's just, the, the best way to go about things if you can get the success like early on
2: yeah definitely And it's funny you mentioned comparing them to man city because in last week's episode i mentioned that's uh, kyle becker and that match that he had against you guys uh mm-hmm. he reminded me of, he was like uh, the canuck kevin de bruyne and the <laughs> way that yeah. he plays yeah. but uh yeah i think it's a pretty decent analogy at least comparative to, yeah. to the leagues that they're in
1: yeah without you know without going overboard it like just at the bare base of things it it just makes it makes sense even if you like contrast and compare the styles of play a little bit you know like the the way they the way they build out and stuff the number of balls that becker played into boarders versus Oko's feet with their backs to go in the middle of the field from arguably like you know the left back area all the way across pitch like they just take so much risk but they're like not afraid to do it and they know they're good at it you know so they're just very brave with the ball i remember watching the the final last year and i remember seeing um johnson like they would build out and ottawa decided to go press like man for man or something and he was dinking them from like the six <laughs> into four forwards feet because they were pressing they just don't complicate it they play where the space is you know
0: yeah interesting to see <clears throat> like you say you can turn on. they do it in games as well it seems once you get one yeah. then all of a sudden it's yeah dry, so.
1: <laughs> yeah well i still beatable still beatable
0: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> beatable.
1: they are human <laughs> yeah exactly exactly
0: yeah Andy, so, thank you so much for your time that's um so we've got for you really i um, really appreciate you cool. um, we appreciate it. Going. Good luck this weekend. Um, I appreciate it. For the rest of the season. Yeah, we are uh, looking forward to seeing how Valor progress.
1: Sounds good, man. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, uh, and uh, I guess then I'll turn us off. Um, thank you so much to the listeners uh, for listening to the special episode that we had of Coast to Coast FC with special guest Anthony Novak. Uh, make sure to follow us on our Twitter so you can give our thoughts, uh, your thoughts on each of the week's episodes and If you have any facts, stats or questions that you will leave us or any players that you want to hear from, like Anthony today, Uh, tweet them at us and we'll make sure to try to do our best to get them on uh, and uh, give you a shout out on the next show. But uh, until next time, I'm Felipe Vallejo. And I'm Mike Rice. And this has been Coast to Coast FC. Oh, yeah. And you're Anthony. (laughs) 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 And And this has been Coast to Coast FC signing out.
1: Thanks, guys.